Hello, and welcome to the Mind Your Leadership podcast. I'm Karen Tsuk. You're invited to subscribe to our podcast in order to know when we upload a new episode. Today in the episode, I will talk with Uli Gavish. Uli is a senior manager in Intel. He's an executive coach and a mediator in various companies. Today, we will talk about leading remotely and how to overcome the various challenges that we encounter. So stay with us. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Today, I want uh, to hear from your experience as a manager at Intel, a senior manager, a culture for various managers from different companies. How do you see this challenging times in the aspect of leading? What do you see as the main challenge nowadays for leaders? Well, I think that everything starts with a big happiness that everyone is working from home. It was different. It was, you know, it was a challenge, but it looked like it's really worked well. Surprisingly, everything that we said that we cannot do before that, we cannot work from home, we cannot close the electricity, we cannot leave the car here. Everything actually worked great. Mm-hmm. And deliverable was above and beyond. In the thing, two, three months, we didn't see any, any problem with that. We have, uh, you know, some, some of the people came to work like once a week, two times a week. You had also the ability to choose what you want to do. If you want to stay at home, if you work, if you want to work from actually from the office. But now it's like, wow, six months after, and there are many challenges. If you look at the manager, I mean, manager for me, like losing, sometimes it's like losing control because we used to have these small talks, small talk in the cafeteria, small talks in the food, small talks in the offices. There are so many information that you get from these small talks. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what's happening. You can actually be part of the decision making. You can be part of the discussion. You don't need the official meeting for everything. You don't need to call someone to get some information. Everything is exposed. Everything is on the table. So now, mostly the manager, we feel like, I feel like I'm losing control. I don't know exactly what my people are doing. Mm-hmm. And in order to know things, I need to call them or I need to I need to have a meeting. So for manager perspective, I think information is getting to be harder to get. Second thing is the involvement. You don't actually know what your people are doing. You know you know the general idea, but sometimes you find that they are in this working group in the other working group and you you don't you actually didn't know about this mm-hmm. because for them, it's trivial. Yes, they go into the, to this working group, they're doing this project. And if they're not telling you, you don't actually know. So I, I, I manage like I manage manager, which manage teams. The manager actually got to be much more independent because you're not, we never did like a micromanagement, mm-hmm. but at least we have some kind of, we have the feeling, we have the sense of what everyone is doing. But now it's it's different. Everyone is, I think the growth of the manager is amazing. There is no better training plan from, from the COVID-19 how to grow managers because they got to be very independent. They know they're getting decision, but not all the time you are part of the loop. Now, the other challenges are, you know, they're huge because 
I think now we, we start to see the moral impact. People are less moving. They're sitting in the chair most of the day. The social life are totally different. And they, I think the feedback, the feedback is very much missing. And what's happened with this is many engineers or managers that used to get feedback on a daily, on, on, on an hourly basis, because we used to sit near, near each other, are not getting feedback. And in many cases, they need to just get going by, by themselves because mm-hmm. they don't feel comfortable to call you every two, three hours to say, hey, I did this and this, how it's looked like. So you, you find that manager and actual mostly I think engineers and other people that actually work from home find themselves with less confidence. And with this less confidence, what's happening is that they actually work more mm-hmm. to get, you know, to get to get this knowledge, but they're not getting this from any other job. So what's happening now that everyone is working much harder. I think this time, and it's amazing to see it, we are working much harder. The deliverable is higher, but we don't have also boundaries. So mm-hmm. home and office are the same. You can find people working for a 9 p.m., 10 p.m. And, you know, it's just there. You have your desktop, you have the table, you have lo- your location. I mean, I'm looking at my room. I sit in my room around eight, nine day, eight hours a day. Wow. So the challenge is, I, I believe, is combination of like manager, actually manage the people, how to get motivation to the people, how to make, in, to, to make sure that the people are still engaged and they're not fed away behind the screen. And how to take care for the for the people for the morale? How to take people for health? Because mm-hmm. if you if you just sit in the table and in, in the chair near the table, and your long, long distance walk is to the kitchen, is not helping much from you know from health kind of point of view. So I think if if I summarize the challenge is basically I think that this is the control and leading the teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be a leader in this in the, at that time, and to make sure that you have a healthy employee. You started by saying that we all were very happy at the paradigm change that we stayed at home and we worked remotely, and we think we couldn't think we thought we can do like working remotely and not going to the office every day. It was really exciting thing, and as mm-hmm. time passes, we see the negative impact of it. It's the isolation of people. That people are really lonely, walking from home, not don't have any interaction with people, right? So mm-hmm. uh, this is, I think, the connection aspect is really a crucial thing, and we need to to think how to uh, nourish it. And we'll talk about it in a minute. And also, you know, it's interesting because you're talking about control. Okay, that you feel that as a manager, you lo- you lose control because you don't have the transparency. Yeah. You don't know really what people are doing. And it comes to my mind the question, do we really have control in the workplace? So do we really have a control? You know, because all the Buddhist theories and assumptions say that we don't really have control, no? What do you think about it? Mm. Well, I think maybe the word control is too strong. I think is the ability to manage, the ability to direct, mm-hmm. the ability to look at the vectors. It's much more visible in, mm-hmm. in, in, in when we are in the office. And, you know, also, when you have an employee that actually has a bad day mm-hmm. and just look at his face and, you know, understand that something is wrong and you can speak with him, you don't have it when you work from home. Yeah. You lose a lot of information. 
Also the body language, right? When we speak, it's mm -hmm. different when you see via Zoom or face to face. Energy. The, 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 I mean, the interaction between people, you look at my hands. So when I'm speaking with you, you can see my interaction. You can see what, what I'm actually, if you're excited or not. This is like a crucial information for me because I, I really listen and really look at my people when I speak with them. Even if, if I'm going to look at two of my people speaking somewhere, I probably will be able to know what's happening. Mm -hmm. So all of this information is gone. And you cannot force people to open camera every time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when people are not in a good mood, they prefer to close the camera. And so you don't really know unless you actually investigate it inside. You, you start to ask a deep question. So actually what we took um, as a common thing to be with people, to talk with mm -hmm. the people, to have the small talk and to have a lot of information only from being together, we lost it. So now as managers, as leaders, we need to make it happen. We need to make the structures, the, the opportunities, the ability to speak with people. Like, mm -hmm. So what are, what are you doing as a manager to enable it to happen, to be connected to your people, to, to feel them, to understand mm -hmm. where they're in the process of the day? So I, I'm laughing a little bit, but meeting sometimes is, is, is the answer. Mm -hmm. So what I did is I, most of the meeting that I had, I cut them into half and double the frequency. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if I used to have a staff meeting one hour a week, I have now two staff meeting 30 minutes a week. Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to do is to get this, like the whole team together as much as I can, but not for a long time, because it's very hard to be in on the screen for a long time. So try to create point that you actually see everyone. Mm -hmm. but not make it as an overburden on the people, but make it as something that actually it's very efficient. It's very, actually, there is positive ROI for every time that we are meet. Mm -hmm. And beside of that, I mean, this is the team level. Beside of that, make sure that you have your one-on-one -on -one with the people. Don't lose the one-on-one. -on -one. What is and the one -on -one? frequency that you have in one-on-one -on -one with your people? Currently, it's, uh, it's, it's once a week. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's more than that. It's depending on the need. It's like the official one-on-one -on -one is once a week, but you find yourself speaking with the people much more. So what's happening is that whenever there is a need, you actually set them a team link. The other, the other person is going into the team and you actually start speaking verbally and actually see each other. So I believe that if you have healthy relation with everyone on the team, so one one on one once a week is good enough, unless and you have to make sure that you speak with your, all your team at least once a day. Mm -hmm. So this is some some kind of the guideline. And as a team, to speak with them as a team once a day. Speak no, speak on with each one of them. Mm, okay. One once a day mm. on, on every work issue, and as a team. We are meeting two times on the staff, but uh, there are other meetings. So actually, I think we are meeting like at least three, four times a week as a team. So that's actually <clears throat> helped very much to see that everyone is inside. So another thing that we are doing, we're doing, we're trying to try to have fun mm -hmm. in the Zoom, which we're not using the Zoom, but on the screen. So there are many team building activity, and there are there are company out there that act to do team building over the Zoom. And it's looked like you can do many stuff. I mean, you can start with the lecture, which is very interesting. I also give my people a book to read. 
And we are discussing this book. Which book? It's Connecticut to Leadership? Yeah, or? The Growth Mindset by Carol Dweck. Ah, yeah, sure. Because we want to emphasize that everything is opportunity for learning. Mm-hmm. And also this situation is opportunity for learning. And what you can do with this situation and how you can manage with not looking on things as a crisis, but as an opportunity. And basically, we'll go to this. And I think this is very important. Try to look on the positive way. Mm-hmm. every time because it's very easy when you're far away to get down and basically start to say hey this is not working this is not working we have a technical issue we cannot see each other hey many stuff yeah. try to look at the positive it, it, it's crucial to have it because otherwise it's so easy to go down the stairs I think this is the things that we that we are doing it's like short meetings one-on-ones and Try to do some engagement we have uh, we had also happy a happy hour once a week that mm-hmm. uh, we had an activity that one of the member are actually bringing activity so we try to you know to touch work and also personal at the same time beside of that there are many phone calls that you're doing it's phone calls that you're actually asking people you know mostly to feel how they feel it's like if you feel that someone in the meeting was not you You know good enough or someone did not speak in the meeting for uh, two days you're just calling and ask what is going on so care for manager become a critical thing that you need to use and actually you need to have you need to learn how to make sure that you have this care for the people and mm-hmm. it's much more so sometimes you, you even if you need to cross the border and asks a little bit about home about the significant other about the children about things do it. Because mm-hmm. people want to speak. And if you're doing this as a manager, you will find much more than what you ask. You, you're getting much more information. And also the engagement and the connection between, between you and the employee mm-hmm. is getting better and better. So it's uh, interesting because it always was a crucial element to care for our employees, for a colleague, you know, to have a connection. Mm-hmm. But nowadays it's even more significant to invest in, energy mm-hmm. and time in creating this connection in really caring for others right if you see they're depressed be with them enable them to share with you their feelings and then as you say in a paradoxical way it deepens the even the ROI right the ability to work together because there's a trust because exactly this is the essence of relationship of uh, mm-hmm. working together is the trust and when people's feeling that you as a manager or as a colleague see them they They will be there even if you want to ask afterwards because they under they felt that you saw them so I think this is the main challenge nowadays because as you said we are via zoom and you talked about the various activities that you are handling nowadays also the fun aspect that I like it that you're arranging meeting and then fun meetings and I don't know if you're doing it but it's great to invite each and every employee to facilitate you Maybe. A meeting that is bringing his added value, his mm-hmm. passion, what is passion. Yeah. This is what are you doing? Yes, we're also doing now a contest that you need to cook something at home, share the recipe, and make a poster. I think that's a... Uh-huh. It's something that you actually... You, you need, you know, it's involved your personal thing. So it's like a picture contents and a cooking contents together. Because you're cooking... putting the recipe and also ask why I'm doing this why did I choose this this kind of a dish mm-hmm. and then picture it and then you send it to everyone and we have judges and we have prices so so we, we try to get like involvement for everything it's not like I mean at work you can see that people are 
engage because you ask them, but bringing the, the additional things, the additional values that everyone can bring, mm-hmm. this is the challenge. And, and you must have it because otherwise, if you're going to do just, just work, work and work, people will fade away. They will not feel as a team. They will feel like individual contributor that they're working in a team, but not as a team. So it's interesting, you say the fact that you are working remotely, the personal life and the professional life are it's a blur, right? It, we don't have a mm-hmm. really clear border between them. So you say, okay, so if we are, we are there, let's invite people to bring their personal life to the professional life. Exactly. Let's share this personal aspect to connect them in a deeper meaning. And then you can also get to know people deeper, right? What they like to eat. It's something we probably didn't talk about it before, but what I cook nowadays, what my kids love, why do I love it? Is it easy? Do I love a sophisticated mm-hmm. thing? So you can learn about each other in a more broader way by putting the private aspect. Exactly. And you know what is the most fun? What? And I think I wrote about this in the LinkedIn. Just bring the kid, the kids to the screen. This is the most fun. And, Are you doing you know, it? Yes, of course, because you cannot avoid it. I mean, and then you can look at this in the positive way. Hey, look at the children and how it's nice. Does it does it look your like you, not look like uh-huh. you, what you want? Can just bring him in. And you know, many children that actually want to speak to the screen, yeah. and it's amazing. It's really, really create a great atmosphere. And whenever we see a child, you know, going after behind the screen or come to his mother or father, we start the meeting and bring him in. Let's see what you want. Also for pets, like dogs, cats, everything, you cannot ignore it. And this is what I'm saying. Look at the positive way, because whenever it is, look at yourself, you're smiling right now. Yeah. That's what's happening in the team. That's for sure, great energy. So they- and also, this is I never have an option to be proud of my children at work. And this is like on a daily basis. So it's amazing. I, I think this is one is amazing. And I think everyone knows that not leave the children for the whole of the meeting. And by the way, they don't want to be there. So yeah, they cannot sure. say hi and they're going to do something else. Yeah. So it, it's really, it's really fun. I think I know the children of my employee much better now. Yes. Uh, and it's interesting because I, I was laughing because I thought of my kid <laughs> so i have a daughter that she would have take the charge and start managing the the meeting <laughs> so this is what i'm laughing about but yes yeah, so i think it's amazing because at the end of the day you can see another part of your employees and colleagues that you yeah. didn't see before and the kids also can see puts another mm-hmm. flavor in the connection in the the ability to interact with each other so i think and something also something else actually it's giving the children to know what the parents are doing That's so right. they're not just playing a game in the computer. So it's easier when they see what you're doing and they understand that there is like your work environment. Mm-hmm. So it's actually make the border more clear for them because if they're just curious about what you're doing, they will try to see it every time. But yeah. when you bring them in, they know it. If they want, they will come. If not, and most of them don't want to come again, they're gone. They understood. <laughs> That's fine. They don't yeah. want to be there anymore. Yeah, they not that's amazing. I think that's great. It's another opportunity to be in a different state mm-hmm. with each other. So it's nice. And it's like a breakout, you know? Okay, someone comes. Exactly. It's like a right? breakout. Throw a little bit of energy and then we go back. So it's also pausing in a different way, not in a the mindful way that let's stop and meditate, but we are stopping and yeah. being with the kids for a minute and coming mm-hmm. back 
maybe more freshly. I love it. I think as we talk about the ability to create trust nowadays, it's really crucial in order to engage people to, yeah. to work together. I believe it's even more challenging via the Zoom when you don't see the people, when you are not there with them. So how do you handle it? What do you do in order to increase the trust? Psychology trust, the ability of everyone to be himself and the team. I think like being unofficial in many cases, it's very much helpful. But as a manager, you must know that you, you cannot fade away for it any minute. You need to be there for them. The moment that they actually ask for help, you need to make sure that you are roadblock removal. It's not like, I mean, when you're in the office, you can find many ways to remove this block. But when you're at home, it's you the one that actually need the call, to do the cold. It's you are the one that need to do the mails. They can do many things by themselves, but just for the feeling. And to understand that you actually can help. So you need to go and make sure that you are there. Another thing is that in order to create this trust and also create a positive atmosphere is to recognize. And basically, I love it. I love to recognize my people. And we have a system for that. And recognizing people is the way to giving them feedback. Say, hey, I'm very happy from what you're doing. And it's also created trust. Because mm -hmm. that means that you see what they're doing, you appreciate it, and you're actually giving something for that. So, you know, you don't use it every day, but please use it. And what you can use every day is say good word. Hey, great job. Thank you very much. Make sure that they actually know what you think. Mm -hmm. Don't be a mommy. You need to make sure that they know what you think. You need to make sure that you actually deliver the feelings Mm -hmm. and really help them. And there are many challenges in these cases. It comes back to what you said in the beginning of our conversation, that transparency is so crucial nowadays to mm -hmm. talk what we feel, what we see, what we appreciate, even if we are not pleased. So to speak about it, because then they know where they are and they will feel more in control, even if it will be a difficult conversation. I believe they will prefer it than not knowing what you think, because then they are starting to telling the same stories, right? In the mind, he's not appreciated on me and I'm not doing good work and I don't know what to do. So it can be a big issue and it's actually not an issue. So mm -hmm. even more yeah. than usual, we need to talk, to communicate better. And you say... Even if I think it's an obvious thing, I need to say it out loud. Because, yes. you know, the saying goes, don't assume, because when you assume, you make an ass of you and me. And this is what's happening, because I assume that he knows that I appreciate what he's doing, but I don't say it loud. And he's saying, okay, he doesn't say anything, so maybe it's not good enough, so I need to work harder. And then he started to mm -hmm. burn out, and, and nothing good get out of it. So it's so common, and we don't do it, to show up, to speak, mm -hmm. to be present, with what we feel, think, and be generous with our words, right? Exactly. Be generous on the word. This is the way. And some other stuff about this is I believe that it's also good to, and it's okay to show that you are vulnerable. I mean, you can share the pain and that's fine. So basically, if they say, you know, I'm sitting in this chair, didn't move and it's okay. You, you can speak about your own problem. That's fine. I mean, don't get, you know, don't cry about this, but as some kind of like the spirit. Yes. I mean, let them feel that they are normals. You, mm -hmm. you are sharing the same pain. This is also very good because they know that, hey, I didn't come from the moon. We're still both of us on earth and we are sharing the same things. So feel very freely about doing this. 
as a manager in intelligence, it really occurs, the vulnerability, because, you know, it's really easy to speak about it and say, okay, be vulnerable, put yourself out there, mm-hmm. put your challenging parts, talk about it. But as I see it, it's not easy to do it. And sometimes when we do it, people are looking at us, okay, you are the leader, you don't need to be vulnerable. So what is your experience with this issue? Do you have an example? Yeah, you know, the first thing is actually the technical things. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you have problem with the internet, sometimes you have problem with the computer, sometimes you have problems, and it's a technical problem. But imagine yourself an employee that need to present to the manager or something, and he has a technical problem. Do you know how he feels? He is under pressure. And when you have this problem together, actually, they, sh- they see that you have the same problem like them. This is good. Mm-hmm. The other stuff that you can speak is about, and we can see it. We can see it, and sometimes, you know, sometimes we are, it's like the end of the day, and we had so many meetings during the day, and we're getting together, and you see the faces and say, you know what? Everyone is tired, including yeah. myself. Do we want to skip this meeting and everyone will do his homework and we'll meet to, tomorrow? And I think by saying that, you actually said, hey, I'm, I'm like you. I'm, I, we are in the same status. I'm also very tired from the long day. Another thing is very important, but take vacation. Yeah. What we found out is people are not taking vacation because they said, anyway, I'm at home. What am I going, am I going to do in the vacation? But you need to make sure that they're actually taking vacation and be a role model for that, taking vacation. Role modeling is becoming very, very critical in this stage. Leading by example. It's interesting, I just read an article that they talked about, yes, the fact that we used to go to conferences and uh, to travel mm-hmm. around the world, and it was also a kind of a pause for us as leaders, as uh, individuals, as managers, yeah. and we don't have it anymore, so we don't have the pause. So we're working even harder, as you said. So we yeah. need to do it in an artificial way to stop exactly. and take this break. Even if we can't go to the hotel now, but go outside to nature with your family, go with mm-hmm. yourself to the beach, sit in front of the sea and listen to the waves. And we don't do it. And this is the way we the burnout is getting even worse because we don't stop, we don't pause. we in a roller coaster of walking, walking, walking. All the time in a roller coaster, ups and downs. And I think, you know, I don't know if you, if you want to get into the mindfulness now, but this is a tool. I think I, I met you on the lecture of, that you brought and brought into the university at the Zoom, mm-hmm. because like you mentioned, I didn't, don't have any conference. I'm trying to find how to learn, how to get information and data. I went to this conference, actually to the Zoom lecture that you gave in Tel Aviv University spoke about mindfulness. I think this is, was the connection between us. Yeah. And I started looking for that and I took a class. I found that, you know, mindfulness today is really a tool that can you can use as an individual and you can use also as a team. I used the Headspace application for around two months mm-hmm. every morning. And now I'm doing like a meditation every day and sometimes even in the middle of the day because we have like micro powers, like 10 minutes between the meeting. Yeah, that's great. And this is a perfect time for five minutes time off. And I think mindfulness today is also a concept that I'm trying to to speak with my people of don't start looking 100 years from now in the future. Don't look at the past. Let's try to live the moment. Mm -hmm. And by living the moment, actually, a lot of thoughts or bad thoughts that you have in your head, you can clear them. You can focus on what's happening and you can actually 
be with your people much more. And I think mindfulness also creates an atmosphere that you can control your emotion better. We did a staff meeting when we start with the meditation. It was different. It really was different. And I think currently we don't have much tools. As I mentioned, we cannot travel. We cannot meet face to face. And we cannot go to a pub. And we cannot go to restaurants. So we need something that we can do and we can do together. When you're doing this meditation and when you think about this mindfulness, you can actually level up your skills. You can level up your ability con- to contain much more people because you have much, much more patience. You can level up your concentration and be a good listener. Although, you know, we as an Israeli people, we, are, we never listen. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we intend, you know, we did some kind of exercise. We asked people, we took people in couple and asked one of them to speak for around two minutes and the other to listen. Most of the people get into five, 45, 50 seconds that you actually, with, until the, their partner actually stopped them for one question or something. So mindfulness gives you the ability of being in the situation and also looking at the situation from the side. I think it's one of the tools that we need to use now. Yeah. Other tool that we need to use is flexibility. Let people work when they can. I mean, you don't need to work eight to five. You can do it differently. You can work mm-hmm. in the evening. And also, when you're doing mindfulness, it's enable this flexibility. It's enable of this out-of-the-box thinking yeah. that it's not weird. It's here. We're in a different situation, and we cannot think and, and act the same as we used to. And mindfulness is the bridge together. That's right. Mindfulness increases our neuroplasticity and we, we are able to mm-hmm. be more flexible without thinking about exactly. it because it's our state of mind. So, yes, yeah, sure, this mindfulness, we know if till now it was nice to have, now it's a crucial element nowadays to manage ourselves. I agree. This is what actually I bring to the organization. As we are able to manage ourselves better, we can be for the others. We can contain ourselves and contain others, even less judgmental to ourselves and others, mm-hmm. right? So we accept more. If we, if we don't agree, and you talk about yeah. us as Israelis that we love to speak and don't listen, I think we also don't give a lot of place. And not only here, I think it's worldwide that we need to learn to be with other people that don't think like us. And that's okay. Let's be with this place. We don't need to convince everybody to think like us. Exactly. If we will be able to be in this place, new solution can emerge, innovative solution can emerge, and we won't do more of the same. Mindfulness enables us to be there. And as we practice more and more, it resonated with the culture, with the people, there are more space. And you know, this, at the end of the day, it's about all about space, right? Enabling exactly. space to ourselves, to others, to to be there, even if it's not comfortable. Even nowadays, we have a lot of challenging moments. So we need to be with them and increase our resilience to handle them, right? So that, that's why I call it not just a space, I call it a creative space. Mm-hmm. It's a place that you can be creative. It's a place that you can be yourself. And the creativity about this space that you can actually change the border of it and mm-hmm. be together and be by yourself. So it's like managing the moment, dancing the moment. Like we, I learned coaching in CTI and dance if the moment is one of the works that we actually built on them. Mm-hmm. Dance in the moment, dance in the moment. This, this is the solution for many of the stuff that we are actually doing. That's right. Because in order to dance, we also need to be focused in the moment and to be flexible. Mm-hmm. So it's to handle these two tensions, right? 
being in control, kind of uh, heading, we know where we want to head, but enable the other people to affect us, to interact with us and to, to be there together. So that's great. And when you dance, you need to look at your partner. You look, look at the people. It's not like dancing by yourself. Yeah. So you actually dance in the moment according to the rhythm, according to what's happening, according mm-hmm. to the people. And when, when you manage like this, and still you have the goal, you have the vision, you're not, you're not compromised on the result. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the most important stuff. You're not compromised on the result. Yeah. But you, you're actually changing the way of getting there. And I always is... say to people I work with, we know where we want to get, but we exactly. don't know how we get there, right? So being mindful yeah. enables us to see new opportunities to get there that we didn't think before. And another thing I want to say before we wrap up, what I heard what you're saying, it's crucial nowadays, because the fact that we work remotely and we don't have this really clear differentiation between home and uh, work, we really need to be able to put boundaries by ourselves. So we mm-hmm. need to listen to ourselves. And if I feel that I'm tired and I don't have the capacity now to answer someone, I need to say, okay, look, now this, exactly. this coming hour, I'm with my family eating lunch. I will be in one hour. So we need to learn to, to say, to show up and say, I don't feel mm-hmm. comfortable now talking. That's okay. This is my boundaries. So the boundaries are not outside anymore. They are coming from within us. And we need to learn to put them because I think a lot of us don't know to put them. Yeah. And this, this is where the manager also can help because what we did is we put a silent hour, like in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. there is a silent hour that no one calls, no one having a meeting. Great. And this is the time for you. Because look what's happened. I mean, up to now, we used to get to the restaurants, we used to get to, to eat. Now okay. we need to cook to ourselves. We don't have much time. So basically, we are actually eating worse from a healthy perspective than we used to do at work. Yeah. We're taking snacks, we're taking all of this stuff, and we eat between the meetings. So we try to get people the time to eat, to rest. I mean, this is your hour. Do whatever you want. Right. So maybe give them a practice of uh, eating mindfully. When you eat, <laughs> be within the food, feel the exactly. like, different tastes, smell the smell, see the colors. You know, it's a good practice to give yeah. them. <laughs> really great. So before we wrap up, do you want to say anything to the listeners, something I didn't ask that you needed, think it's important, giving them another tip, although you gave them a lot of tips what to do in the day-to-day. I think that managing is getting different dimension in this kind of time. You cannot be a manager. You need to be a leader. Mm-hmm. What I mean by being a leader is make sure that you see the tower light all the time, not only you, also your people. It's mm-hmm. very important that everyone will know the direction because sometimes they need to go there by themselves. And make sure that you don't need to lead from the front. You can lead from the behind. Sometimes you need to push your people. Sometimes you need to help the people. Everyone is actually reacting differently at that times. And as a manager, you need to read the map. You need to be a coach. You need to be a manager. And above all, you need to be a leader. So I think that's what we are facing right now. Thank you very much. Great tip. So you say, actually, you need to be mindful to the people around you, to your employees, to see each and every one of them what he needs from you. Someone needs you to be in the back. Someone needs you to be in the front. Someone, some okay. others need you to be next to them. There isn't a formula, right? You need to really be... Situational leadership, totally. Yeah. Udi, thank you very much. I really enjoyed our conversation. Me too. Thank you. This was Udi Gavish. Hope you enjoyed our conversation. You're invited to follow us on our social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, etc. And till next episode, take care and bye-bye. Thank you for listening.